Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast. We're here to build healthy, happy, and holy family relationships. I'm Jess, a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe God creates us for relationships, relationship with Him and with each other. So if you want to build a strong marriage, connect with your kids, find peace and purpose at the end of those crazy days, and keep Jesus at the center of it all, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. Friends, welcome to episode 100.5. This is our Friday Faith follow-up, and we are going to be diving into a few scripture passages today that help us um, help us consider, or I, would, I guess I should say continue considering, the conversation that we started this week about building family relationships as you walk through the whole variety of seasons of life, as you celebrate whatever's going on, as you cope with sadness or disappointment, as your family is dealing with change. I mean, all of the seasons of life, we want to be and we can be building up our relationships, not just getting through the hard season, but actually strengthening those relationships. So today, we're going to take a look at what the Bible specifically has to say some encouraging passages about the good and the bad of life and how do we grow? How do we deepen our relationships? So I want to start by jumping into the Gospel of Matthew in chapter 6. At the very end of this chapter, um, this is part of the Sermon on the Mount. So Jesus is giving um, some of what is now his most famous teaching to not just his disciples, but to everybody who wanted to come listen. And so at the end of chapter 6, he's talking about the situation where we tend to worry about life. And when we think about the hard seasons of family life, and sometimes even the good seasons, there can be a lot of worry. There can be a lot of stress and a lot of carrying on our own shoulders things that we really can't carry, that God does not intend for us to carry. This comes up during the hard seasons, for sure, because we're stressed about whatever it is that's going on that makes it a difficult season. But this can also happen and be a struggle during the celebratory seasons of life. Sometimes we are so worried about what's going to come next. Um, You know, we can't predict it. We don't know when it's going to happen. But we know life tends to go through its ups and its downs. And sometimes when we're celebrating, um, we can put put things up on a pedestal. Like we can get worried that it's not going to be as great as it could be or it should be or we want it to be. And so whatever season of family life you're in, if you want to be building your relationships and enjoying that season, even if it's hard and difficult, the Gospel of Matthew chapter 6 verses 25 through 34 are going to be really helpful. So I'm going to go ahead and read them for us, and then we'll talk a little bit about how how they can remind us and encourage us during the good and the bad seasons of family life. So starting in verse 25, Jesus says, Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? 
And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And this is so helpful to review and to remind ourselves of whenever we find ourselves um, struggling with worry. I would even say struggling with any hard emotion that we might be dealing with. Um, I think these same ideas apply if we are feeling discouraged or we are feeling uh, maybe depressed or sad. Whatever's going on in our personal life or our family life, if we are worrying or we're struggling or we're discouraged or whatever that hard emotion is, Jesus is telling us, I've got it. We can seek first his kingdom, God's kingdom, and all these things that we worry about and stress about and feel overwhelmed by, God will handle it. Now, he's specifically pointing out we don't need to worry about um, our drink, our food, our clothes, like these basic necessities of life. It says these things will be given to you as well. Now, there are believers in various parts of the world where it is a real struggle to have enough to eat, to have enough to wear, to, to know my family will be safe and secure. And for many of us, those basic needs are not the concern. It's more about, you know, do, can we splurge on ice cream this week than it is, am I going to have bread to feed my family? Am I going to have clean water to give my family? And so it's always helpful to have a little bit of perspective there when we are worrying or stressing about things that are not actually a top priority for life. But whatever it is, whether it really is a genuine top priority issue, maybe a a serious medical diagnosis, maybe a struggle with basic needs, or it's something that really might not be as serious, but it feels serious for you and your family. Maybe your family vacation had to get canceled because some hurricane is coming through Disney World or whatever it might be. Um, Or maybe your family has to move and that's incredibly difficult for your kids or even for yourself to wrestle with and to consider Whatever it is that's going on in life that might be good or bad or somewhere in between, if we seek God in it, then we can trust he is going to give us what we need. And we don't need to worry about tomorrow. We don't need to stress or try to lift up these heavy emotions. We can trust that God has all things under control. And I really like that Jesus concludes his words in this section with, um, therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. That is such a helpful reality check for me, (laughs) that each day is going to have trouble. There probably will not be a day that is just perfect from start to finish, and every single thing goes exactly the way we want it to. The world is broken. 
and there are struggles. And even when our family is celebrating and things feel peaceful and joyful, we're still probably going to have various troubles from day to day. We might have small irritations or frustrations. And even in those moments and those seasons, we can be strengthening and building our relationships and our family life largely based by how are we handling it. Do we give it to God? Do we support each other and turn toward each other? Or do we grumble about whatever's going on and isolate and maybe blame and turn away from each other? And so Matthew chapter 6 verses 25 to 34, I think are really helpful um, for us to reflect on and remember when we're going through changes in family life and we want to continue emphasizing um, the strengthening of our relationships. There's two more scripture passages that I want us to talk about. The next is Psalm 91. And and I will point out, we actually had an episode uh, back in, let's see, episode 89 and 89 and a half during the summer. Um, we specifically dove into Psalm 91 to look at what is God's role versus your role in your family life. And so um, that might be a helpful place to, to circle back to that episode. Um, or more importantly, open your Bible and read Psalm 91. I'm not going to read this entire Psalm because it's a little bit longer. It's 16 verses. Um, but when we consider, again, these good and bad seasons of family life and how do we strengthen our relationships, this is such a helpful and encouraging Psalm. We talked about five things that we can do in the ups and downs of family life. Um, that was our episode 100 this past Tuesday. And one of the things we talked about is leaning into God, giving him all of our emotions, giving him you know, a full honest assessment or struggle of whatever we're going through. And Psalm 91 really helps us do that. It really focuses on trusting the Lord as our refuge and our fortress. And it's it's praising him with confidence, confidence that he will save, that he will cover us with his feathers, that we don't need to be afraid, um, that we can simply trust the Lord is my refuge. And Psalm 91 concludes with the Lord himself saying, because he loves me, I will rescue him. I will protect him for he acknowledges my name. He will call on me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. And again, we really need nothing more than confidence in the Lord if we want to enjoy family life, strengthen those relationships during hard seasons. If we can stand firm in the truth that God has got this, because we are his children, that's going to go a long way in helping us not be so anxious, not be so stressed out, not not even to go as deep into discouragement or feeling hopeless or feeling sad and depressed. We don't typically go as deep in those harder emotions when we are reflecting on and standing firm on the truth that God is the one protecting us, delivering us, and he has given us salvation and righteousness. When you're in those hard seasons, I at least struggle to feel that. Like emotionally, I don't feel as uh, secure or as peaceful as the Lord promises me that I am. 
But I can stand firm on the fact that he promises me that is true, even if I'm not feeling it in this moment. Now, whether you're struggling, or maybe it's your husband, or maybe it's one of your kids, and you're trying to encourage them and help them get through a hard season, you don't want them to lean on you, ultimately. You might be helping them out. You might be cooking their meals when they're sick, or you might be um, sending them words of encouragement during a difficult day. But that's really the Lord loving them through you. He is the one protecting. He is the one um, strengthening and encouraging. And ultimately, he is the one saving us. In the good seasons and the bad, Psalm 91 can be a really helpful reminder of, of shifting our perspective so that we have a right perspective on who God is, what he's doing, and how firmly we can trust in him no matter what is going on. And then the final verse um, or passage, I should say, that I wanted us to talk about comes from Colossians chapter 3, which starts out um, saying, Since you have been raised with Christ, set your hearts on things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For when you died, your life Sorry, for you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. And chapter three here in Colossians continues on then to talk about what should we put away, um, things of our earthly nature, like impurity and lust, and what should we put on? We should um, put on because we are holy and dearly loved, compassion and kindness and humility. And so Really, this whole chapter, especially verses 1 through 17, is such a helpful reminder if we are, again, emphasizing, how do I strengthen my relationships? How do I love my people? How do I protect my marriage and invest in my kids when we're going through changes, when family life is a struggle, or when we're celebrating and things feel easy, and so we can kind of just let things roll off our back. We might not invest really as much time and energy into the relationships because they feel like they're going well. And so we don't need to worry about it. And so we don't worry about it. This, I find, is a really helpful passage to remind us how to live day in and day out in our relationships, whether it's a great season of family life or a really hard season of family life. And I really like the verses I specifically read right here at the beginning about if you've been raised with Christ, where is your heart? Where is your mind focused? Because if you have been raised with Christ, then you're a different person. You died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. And so it is through his strength, it is through that identity we have in him that allows us to put to get put to death these things of our earthly nature and to put on these things of our godly, holy, righteous nature and to let the peace of Christ rule in our hearts and in our relationships. So I would really encourage you to read through Psalm 91. Matthew chapter 6, verses 25 to 34, and Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 through 17. They give us different perspectives on how we enjoy and celebrate family life through the ups and the downs. Um, But again, I think each of them 
is super helpful and encouraging. They're not the only passages that are encouraging when we consider this topic, um, but they really jump out to me, uh, particularly because of the reasons I mentioned, Matthew 6 really highlighting um, the fact that God has got it and we don't need to worry about it. Psalm 91 really focusing on God as our refuge and the faithfulness that he shows us through, again, the good and the bad. You don't need a refuge if things are great. If you're safe and you're happy and life is peaceful, you don't need a refuge. It's the fact that we are not always safe and happy and life is not easy. That's why we need to cling to the fact that the Lord is our refuge. And then in Colossians, it gives such kind of quick and simple and clear um I would say directives. It's a little, it's not quite that harsh though. It's more like maybe opportunities. Like it's, it's highlighting for us how to live in our relationships through the good and the bad. Again, not through our own strength, but through the identity that we have in Christ. And if you struggle with that identity, let me just remind you that we have a um, devotional workbook through Love Your People Well um, about finding your identity in Christ. It dives into eight scriptures about your identity in Christ and kind of helps you wrestle with those and work through those and apply those more to your personal life. Um, so the Finding Your Identity in Christ uh, devotional workbook might be really helpful for you. You can find that on the website, loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash well, resources. <laughs> you can see all the resources, but that's one of the devotionals there um, that might be really helpful. But again, really, if you're going to walk away with one thing, pull out your Bible and spend a few minutes reading through these three passages. They will be encouraging and uplifting. And now let me close us with a word of prayer. Holy God, we do thank you that we don't need to worry, and we praise you that you are our refuge and that our life is hidden with Christ. We thank you for these truths, and I pray, Lord, that you will help us to rest in these truths. Help us, Lord, to keep the focus on you, your kingdom, your righteousness, your presence, and help us to invest in our relationships through the good and the bad. I pray for every woman listening right now, Lord, who is struggling whether that's in her marriage or in her home or with her kids or in her own her work or her friendships or whatever it is, Lord, everyone who is struggling, I pray that they will know your presence in a deep and intimate way today, that they will know that encouragement that only you can give. And for those of us, Lord, in, in a joyful, maybe easier season of life, Help us, Lord, to stand firm on the reality that we cannot take that for granted and we cannot take credit for it in any way. Help us to keep you first through the good and the bad and to get through those hard seasons with eyes that are focused on you and hearts that are open to what you are doing and how we can be growing and leaning into you and our relationships. I pray all this trusting in the name of Christ. Amen. Friends, that is all I have for today. So uh, make sure to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done that yet, because we will be back next week with episode 101. All right, hugs and blessings to you. I'll talk to you soon.